Coming up in this week's episode, as always, we'll be taking a look at the latest swap rate chart. We're going to be taking a look at those lenders that have changed their rates and those lenders that have changed their criteria this week. We'll also be taking a look at the Bank of England mortgage approvals data. We'll be looking at the Zoopla house price report, the nationwide house price report, and the results of the latest MPC Bank of England meeting. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the UK Mortgage Market Insights for the weekend in the 2nd of February 2024. I hope I find you all well. So first up, let's have a look at the latest Zoopla house price index that was released this week. Zoopla are reporting that house price falls are slowing as they're starting to see more sales agreed at the beginning of 2024. They're reporting that property prices haven't changed a huge amount month on month and year on year, they're down just 0.8%. The largest falls in prices have been seen in the east of England, the southwest and Northern Ireland. Now, we will also take a look at the nationwide house price index a little bit later on. All of these housing market measures, as far as Zoopla are concerned, are up year on year, which is a positive sign. And it appears that buyers and sellers are finally starting to come together and align their idea of the suitable price to pay for a property. So while we're looking at house price report, why don't we take a look at the nationwide house price index that was also released this week. And likewise, nationwide are reporting a positive start to 2024 as well. Month on month, they're saying that house prices grew by 0.7% compared to no growth in the month on month to December. Now, Nationwide are reporting that their annual house price change is down by just 0.2% compared to 1.8% a year ago. So a slightly different feel to that from Zoopla. The average price of a property in the UK is now just over £257,000. And in my opinion, it's the downward trend in mortgage pricing that has actually been the impetus for this change. Now, Nationwide are not expecting a rapid rebound of activity in 2024, but the outlook is now more positive, And we personally are starting to see more inquiries from first-time buyers and people actually wanting to move home as well. I think the key thing going forward is how rates are going to evolve. Are they going to continue to reduce? Are they going to remain level? Or maybe are we going to see some increases? That's going to be the key thing that's going to drive the market in 2024. Just as a little bit of a guide on affordability, currently, if an average buyer has a 20% deposit, along with an average salary, then their mortgage payment is around 38% of their monthly take-home pay. Now, the long-term average for affordability is 30%. So you can see that currently, with interest rates being a little bit higher, affordability is a bit stretched. But if average rates were 4%, then the amount of take-home pay used by your mortgage drops to 34%. And to actually reach that long-term average of 30% of your take-home pay, average rates need to be around about 3%. So there is a little bit of a way to go at the moment, but fingers crossed, throughout the course of this year, things will start to improve. Now, this week saw the release of the Bank of England's Money and Credit Report, which covers mortgage approvals data for December 23. And if we have a little look at some of the key numbers, we can see that net mortgage approvals for house purchases rose from 49,300 in November to 50,500 in December. Net approvals for remortgaging increased from 25,700 in November to 30,800 in December. So it does seem that reducing rates are having a positive impact on the market. Now in December, individuals repaid net 0.8 billion of mortgage debt compared to a net zero in November. And this is a good sign that debt is actually starting to reduce. Net borrowing of consumer credits are things like credit cards by individuals fell to 1.2 billion in December from 2.1 billion in November. So a significant drop there suggests to me that most credit card borrowing was done in the month of November prior to Christmas. 
Now the effective interest rate, which is the actual interest rate paid on new mortgages, fell by six basis points to 5.28% in December. And that's the first real drop that we've seen since November 2021. So it is a real indicator that mortgage rates are reducing and it ties in with what we were just saying in the previous report, where we were looking at the amount of your monthly take-home pay and what average rates need to be to hit that long-term average of 30%. So all the data is looking positive. Things are moving in the right direction. So the big news this week was the MPC meeting at the Bank of England in Threadneedle Street, which was yesterday. And the decision was to hold base rate at 5.25% for the time being. Now, interestingly, it's not so much about the actual rate decision itself. It's more about what the commentary was afterwards and what the Bank of England's feeling is for inflation and the economy and interest rates going forward. That's the important information. So this time around, there was a three-way split in the voting. And the last time this happened was back in 2008, all those years ago, right at the point of the credit crunch. We had six people vote to keep rates on hold. We had two people choosing to increase interest rates. And we had one person, hooray, who decided that they wanted to reduce interest rates. For those two people that wanted to increase, their worry is core inflation and services inflation, but it is widely expected that inflation overall is gonna hit the 2% target in April of this year, which is sooner than expected. Now that's really positive news and is a suggestion that there might be base rate cuts coming sooner than we were expecting, perhaps by May or June time. I personally feel like it could be May, but we will obviously watch this space. Now, the suggestion is that by the end of 2024, we could be finishing with a base rate of around about 4.5%. And in 2025, believe it or not, the base rate might actually start with a three. This would be absolutely fantastic news for everybody that's got a mortgage and for businesses up and down the country. But what do you think? Do you think the Bank of England made the right decision yesterday? Do you think that they should have increased or decreased rates? Or was it right to keep them on hold? please do drop your thoughts and comments below. So taking a quick look at the latest swap rate chart from yesterday evening, you can see that the swap rates are currently sitting a little bit higher than they were a month ago, which is why we have seen some lenders increasing their rates of late. With the announcements from the Bank of England yesterday and all of the positive looking data, I do expect swap rates to level off a little bit now. You're potentially going to see a few lenders increasing rates and a few decreasing rates, but overall, I think things are going to be fairly stable and we're not going to see too much movement until we get closer to the first Bank of England base rate cut. So watch this space closely. So let's move swiftly on then to look at the lenders that have changed their criteria this week. First up, we've got Virgin. They've introduced a new product. It's a five-year fixed rate. But interestingly, it has only two-year ERC. So that means that early redemption penalties only apply for the first two years of those five years in the fixed rate. It's a bit of an innovative product. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this type of thing. Next up, Santander have improved their buy-to-let stress tests, meaning that you could potentially borrow a bit more money as a landlord. Generation Home have improved their criteria for default and mispayments. HSBC have made changes to their lending into retirement criteria for mortgages up to the age of 80. And West Brom have made changes to their foster and maintenance income criteria. Lastly, Hodge, they've increased their maximum loan sizes and debt consolidation criteria across their 50 plus range, the retirement interest only range and the professional mortgage range. So there's some positive changes throughout from a variety of lenders this week. And lastly, let's move on to the bit that everybody always wants to know about and that's the lenders that have changed their interest rates this week. So the mortgage lender have made reductions on their buy to let rates. 
Suffolk Building Society have made rate reductions at their 95% range. Empowered have extended their product range and made rate reductions on their two and three year fixed rate products. Co-op have made some changes to their product switch range with some increases and decreases. The Mortgage Works have made rate reductions on their switcher products, that's for existing customers only. Quantum have made rate reductions of up to 80 basis points. And Skipton have made rate reductions on their residential and buy-to-let new business range, but they've made increases for their existing customers on their five-year fixed rate range. Precise have made some buy-to-let rate reductions. West Brom have made some rate reductions in their switcher range and also on their remortgage and purchase rates for three years. Nottingham Building Society have made some buy-to-let rate reductions and Barclays have reduced rates for those people that are purchasing but increased them for those that are remortgaging. Coventry, they're increasing remortgage rates at 75% loan to value but making decreases across all their other products. And TSB are reducing rates by up to 0.85% for first-time buyers, home movers and those wishing to remortgage. Halifax have made some rate reductions on selected fixed rates and their maximum loan has now increased to 2 million on some products. They've also made rate reductions on their product transfer range for two and five year fixed rates as well. Leeds, residential rates have reduced by up to 0.5% and their limited company buy to let range has been reduced by up to 1.1%, which is amazing. Virgin have brought in a new 95% two year fixed rate product and their purchase rates on two and five year fixed rates have also been reduced by up to 0.4%. And lastly, this week, unfortunately, Nationwide have increased some of their rates by up to 0.3%. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. So thank you so much for watching. As always, your support in the channel is greatly appreciated. If you do like the content that we produce, then please do consider subscribing or giving us a follow. All of the links to the relevant articles will be in the show notes or the comments section. And all that leaves me to say is have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Take care.